So of course I can get into so much more detail about everything. However, the overarching story, the overarching experience that I just kept replicating was my life reflecting back to me how worthless I was, how powerless I was, and how I just didn't have any value to offer the world, which of course could not have been further from the truth. However, I didn't know it. That's probably one of the things that I feel like is the most exciting part of the journey is that here's this thing that has been the source of pain for my life experience, most of my life experience, about 40 years of it, to all of a sudden, this very same energy, this thing called money became a source of pleasure. And I thought, wow, that's really amazing. Who knew that that was even possible? Welcome back in visionaries to the dream into being podcast where mind science, transformational psychology and magic all merge into one. If you're ready to dream again and transcend the inertia of what you've known, then I invite you to join me, your host and envisioneer Kat Divine in expanding the boundaries of your own Fantasia by remembering that you are the master you've been waiting for. Thanks so much for tuning in today and joining us for the very first episode of the Dream Into Being podcast. My name is Kat Devine, and many of you may already know me from past projects. And if you are new to my channel and to the show, then welcome. I'm so happy to have you here and go on this adventure with all of you together. It's truly been such a blessing in my life to have been able to immerse myself into community, into like-minded community and grow and thrive and learn in the process. And that's actually such a huge intention of what this podcast is all about. I've witnessed myself uh, that there is vast resources available to all of us, especially in this information age. But one of the most untapped resources, in my opinion, is actually the wisdom and advice and real life experience of our peers, of the people that are walking the exact journey that we're on versus you know, what we're exposed to now is a lot of experts that are shouting down from the mountaintops of how it is that they got there. But if they're so far ahead of us, sometimes it feels just absolutely impossible to connect and understand where it is exactly that they're coming from and how they got there. So one area in my life that I have experienced such tremendous growth and blessing is to show up and in vulnerability and authenticity, really walk my journey openly with peers and with community. And what has happened as a result has been pretty profound. And again, that is the intention of this show is to offer some of that to all of you and to also create a space where you yourself can have your voice heard and where you yourself can become a part of a future community that I know will be a part of all of this uh, as we move forward. So 
if you haven't already watched my introduction video of what the whole channel is about, what the show is about, go ahead and watch that. Otherwise, I'm going to really, really hyper-focus today on this first launch episode, sharing very openly my personal abundance experiment. And it's actually stemmed from a real life experiment that I hosted at the beginning of 2022. And I uh, had amazing, beautiful souls show up and walk through a 30-day container with me as a beta to, one, to just give myself an opportunity to step into the space of service and kind of learn what there is to learn and also offer what I had to offer in a very low pressure space. And what was so beautiful is one thing that I'm finding out on this journey is there's no shortage of information out there. So all of us have access to all the information we could possibly want. However, what I'm finding to be the key for me to take that information and integrate it is to actually put it into practice. So instead of just holding on to theories of what we think might be true, to actually put it into practice and find out for ourselves through experiential knowledge and also witnessing others, there's something really interesting about us human beings, how we're designed and how our psychology works and how we actually absorb the transmissions of others and that we can transform near instantly when we witness that in another. So that is going to be the driving intention behind why I'm choosing to be so honest, so vulnerable, and so transparent with all of you today about my own personal experience with my abundance journey and my prosperity story, and just giving you like a behind the curtains peek at the reality that you may or may not even know really exists. Um, because for, for whatever reason, at least from what I've seen, not everybody wants to share the full truth and the full reality of what an experience is. And I don't exactly know the reason for it other than I know that, unfortunately, a lot of it is based in sales, like that there is something to sell, which means there is kind of an illusion that needs to be presented for that transaction to occur. And listen, I have nothing against abundance, prosperity, money. I love all of it. However, in my recent discoveries, I'm starting to fine tune that a little bit more and starting to really make sure that I'm aligning my own personal values um, rooted in truth above all. Like that's really what you're gonna get from me. Um, Will I sell things in the future to this community? Absolutely. But they will be rooted in truth. They will be things that I'm a thousand percent in alignment with and most likely will just be community events and experiments and things of that nature. So however, rest assured for now, I am just doing this to offer a blessing, to put content out, to get my voice out into the world and to start to connect with all of you. So at the moment, that truly is my only motivation for creating this show. So I guess I'll give you a really quick recap of just 
the last couple of months. And then I'll take you all the way back to the beginning and back to now just, yeah, just to really share where I'm coming from. So a couple of weeks ago, I just started a new course and I'm not going to share too much about this part of my story in this episode, since this episode is all about the abundance experiment uh, or mine. And I've had about a 20 year ish journey with some health, health challenges and really just so many amazing blessings have come as a result of it. I know that sounds nuts, but it's true. And I was led to a community recently that is all about nervous system regulation and actually understanding that that is the core and like ground zero for pretty much everything in our life. We don't have a clear understanding of how to regulate our nervous system, how to have emotional intelligence, we just end up creating a lot of chaos in our lives because we don't, we really just don't know what else to do. So that will be an aspect of everything that I share as I learn and grow. I will share that with all of you. I will say that I have had more healing and transformation in the last month since I've been doing this work than I have in the last 20 years. So there's something to be said about that. But one thing that happened that was so fascinating was a couple of weeks ago, my mentor was doing a podcast and she had mentioned that as you do this kind of regulation work, you start to gain so much clarity about where you may or may not be in alignment in your life. And she said for her, it was like, you know, big things that had to do with marriage and uh, religion and were very disruptive to her life. And so I'm listening to this information. I'm going, okay, if I'm really serious, I'm really going to heal myself. I need to know what that is for me right now at this point in my life. And don't ask this question unless you really want an answer, unless you're really ready to change something. I knew that I knew that I knew that I was out of alignment with the current work that I have been doing for the last few years. Um, more so because my approach to work up until recently was just go mode, achievement oriented, accomplishment oriented, money focused, very, just very imbalanced. And the unfortunate outcome after about three years is I had a really very severe burnout earlier this year and had to just kind of take a step back and ask myself some questions about my why. What is driving this kind of behavior? Why is there so much imbalance here? Even though I was creating abundance, the cost of it was extremely very high, losing a lot of wonderful relationships, losing my ability to physically function, and just kind of losing my passion for life because of being so exhausted and being so out of alignment with that way of living and that way of showing up. And then as I get into my abundance journey, you'll see how that even affected how I handled the money that showed up in the abundance that showed up because of the misalignments and 
the driving force, which looking back was fear. So anyways, amazingly enough, as soon as I came into the realization that that was it, that I needed to make some big changes around my work life, uh, the most amazing thing happened. And 24 hours later, I received an email from the person that I'm working with, and they let me know that the business that we've been running for the last couple of years uh, will be getting dissolved soon in the next few months-ish, like three to six months, and that, yes, there's other opportunities. However, what I've been doing will no longer be available and just letting, you know, giving me a heads up. So I will say that <laughs> I'm human and uh, I got comfortable. I just, I did. I got very comfortable living on the income that I was making. And there was a natural reaction of fear to hearing that news, mainly because I didn't have a plan B. And to be honest, I don't totally. I'll share a little bit more of what that looks like. Um. But there was also this like magical transcending peace that came over me that even though there was that fight or flight reaction momentarily, the peace overcame that. And I just knew, I just knew that if the universe didn't do this for me, I don't know when I would have done it myself. I mean, comfort truly is the enemy of growth, right? I mean, I love personal growth as much as the next person, but I also loved the comfort that came with predictability and stability. So when I was getting into some of the fear stuff and starting to work out the numbers and starting to create, you know, all these different plans and scenarios and like, what's next? I started noticing that's how. I normally would have handled something like this. However, I realized that there was a beautiful opportunity that was presenting itself that there's something else, there's a higher intelligence that is running my life. And if I can surrender and trust that intelligence and tap into what it is asking of me right now through the circumstance, then could I reach a completely different life experience that is so aligned with my soul's desires, with prosperity, with abundance, with purpose, with passion? And the answer was yes. So, you know, of course, I am just one person and all I can do is what I can do. However, one of my favorite gifts is that I have this ability to create playgrounds and to create containers for communities to connect and interact and grow together. So although that's not where I am at at the moment, um, that is something that will be a part of the future of the Dream Into Being podcast and Envisioneer Studios. And um, yeah, so you'll have a lot to look forward to in the future. However, in the meantime, I am going to absolutely completely commit myself to that vision that I was given, having no real idea of where it's going to take me, but just completely aligning with my joy to do it. So here we are with episode number one. And the reason I chose 
this topic, the abundance experiment, is because it has been such an incredible wild ride for me. And it has been such a pain point in my life and my experience. And I see what a pain point it is for other people that I love and adore and people that I don't know, um, like maybe some of you watching this today, yet I know that we're all on the same mission of aligning ourselves with abundance and prosperity and the ability to manifest so that we can fulfill our dharma and we can leave this world a better place than how we're finding it today. So I am going to take you on a journey of what my life experience has been. And I will say it is extremely extreme. Like that's such a good word. It's such an extreme of how many deep, dark places that I visited while I was very, very unconscious and playing out some, you know, dark programming from probably many ancestors and um, maybe even past lives. I don't know, whatever you believe is, is fine. But all of this stuff that I came into this physical avatar and this personality and all of the things that she had to play the game with were really, really hard and really heavy. And I'm just going to be really transparent and share all of that with you guys, because one, my hope is that you'll relate. And if you are on that journey right now, or you have been to know that you're absolutely not alone. And two, that it is like a reflection of the full experience, meaning if you have suffered deep poverty, it just means that there is that piece of the puzzle for you to witness and understand and bring love to so that you can experience the other side of that thought or the other side of that energy, which is abundance and prosperity. And I think the reason that some of us choose such extreme paths is so that we can develop true compassion and really deep understanding for what it feels like to be in lack and to believe that we're powerless. It's not fun. And um, the beautiful thing is, is when I really understood that it wasn't necessarily my actions or behaviors that had to change and they do but that's not where you start you actually start with the consciousness itself when I really understood that it was such an absolute game changer so that's another big reason for the content of this podcast is that we're going to be exploring the consciousness of the things that we want to create in our experience, because if we can plant those seeds and we can step into immersion with those energies, then, then our thoughts and feelings, behaviors and actions change as a natural side effect of the consciousness shift. I'm sure any of you who are listening to this absolutely already know this. However, just reaffirming that that is Ground zero, that is where, at least where I had to start um, anytime I tried to take action without the consciousness piece in place first, it just didn't produce any fruit. And I think that's what can make this journey so challenging and 
for some of us, decades long. So going back to, I guess, my childhood, um, I am the youngest of three girls, and uh, my mom is from Okinawa, Japan, and my dad is Welsh, and we grew up in Los Angeles, California. And I want to be very, very conscious of not wanting to put any blame or energy on my parents or family dynamics, because what I have found in that game is there's a lot of frustration there and there's so much powerlessness and there's not, there's not much to be gained from it. Unfortunately, where there is so much to be gained is to realize it is just a story and to find forgiveness and love and compassion for wherever it is that we came from. And knowing that we chose it, that we knew that we had a life purpose that was going to align at some point with this experience, abundance and prosperity, and that we just had to start in the poverty, um, at least with the programming. So essentially what happened was my dad was just such a achievement oriented kind of workaholic archetype. And my mom, um, she never quite learned the language and just seemed to kind of isolate herself from the rest of us. And so I kind of just watched my dad's behaviors around money and finances. And I'm sure I got a lot of it from my mom as well. So for example, she grew up in the war and actually lived in a cave, I think, when she was a couple years old. And she remembers it. She remembers having absolutely nothing. They would make shoes out of tires. They would, uh, you know, pick wildflowers and sell them to the soldiers at the bars when they were little kids. Um, so her mentality is just to not waste anything, but just in her mind that there was never time to enjoy anything because the only thing that mattered was working, <laughs> making money. And, but if you made money, you couldn't enjoy it because you had to save it or, uh, enjoy it later. It was always enjoy it later. Whereas with my dad, he absolutely loved luxury and, um, loved taking care of his needs and his desires. And for whatever reason, it did not translate into taking care of the family in the same way. So again, really not sharing to pass judgment, but just to give some backstory as to how I got some of this program uh, consciousness installed. So essentially what the message was, was that Money exists, but not for you. And that leaves that left me feeling very, very confused as a child and as an adult. Um, and then the other piece of it was, you know, any of you that study family dynamics and psychology, all of us tend to fall into certain archetypes and certain patterns in the family. And I think I was just so different from the comfort of my family dynamic that I challenged it 
as a child. And I was very loud about it and very emotional and very opinionated. And I could see things very clearly. And that was just not welcomed in that environment. So the only thing that they knew to do with me at the time was to get me out of the house and like um, isolate me and separate me uh, out into the backyard. And I, you know, it did, it scarred me quite a bit. So there was this experience of seeing abundance and seeing prosperity in my atmosphere, in my world. I was witnessing my dad experience it and share it to a degree with my older sisters. But for whatever reason, I was such a challenge for him that there was a cutoff. So I know they call it uh, like the scapegoat or something. To be honest, I don't really like getting super attached to that kind of stuff because it can get hard to let go and it can get hard to heal. But I think it's important because if any of you relate to that, it can leave you feeling extremely alone in this world that you are the only one that's going to take care of you. There is nobody else. And wow, the damage that can cause and the fear that can cause is pretty intense. And so it did that. And then a series of other things also led me to feeling like I had absolutely no value, that I was worth nothing, and that I was not important. So that's a really very difficult way to grow up, especially if you're an empath and you feel things so deeply. And so at a very young age, I just learned to shut off my emotions, which interestingly enough is actually the heart is the gateway to abundance and prosperity truly. So if you, if anybody who's listening to this has experienced a broken heart and experienced that chakra being closed and experienced not being able to provide for yourself or experience resources, there may be a connection there is what I'm saying. So as I have learned to open my heart more and more and more, I am finding that the magnetic activity of that is actually what brings to me a lot of abundance and blessing. So it's a really amazing thing to witness. So, all right, now that we've kind of handled the yuckies, I want to share what that programming translated to in my teenage years and adult years so that you can just get a, a good taste of some of the roads that I have traveled. So fast forward into adulthood, um, essentially what happened was because of not believing that I had any value or worth, I consistently put myself in situations of being like a vibrational match to other people that may have had similar wounds and a either didn't see their own value and worth and therefore had trouble producing and generating abundance themselves, or they simply couldn't recognize it in other people and didn't value other people. And so I just continued to be a match to extremely ridiculously low paying jobs and constantly struggling, like constantly having this experience of not having enough 
and not being able to create stability for myself. So I think because I was in such a severe state of fear, I also couldn't see opportunities outside of it. And I had such a block on asking for my needs to needs or wants to be met. So I ended up, gosh, yeah, really just consistently earning very, very, very little income. I'm trying to think what the maximum, like maybe the max I had ever earned was like $2,000 a month working and hustling as a bartender um, in my 20s. And um, yeah, so that was kind of where I topped out. And at that point, I had also had a series of things that happened that I'll share in maybe another video when I talk about the healing experiment, where I lined up with a lot of experiences that led me to really bottoming out with my health in my young, young 20s. So without getting into the details of all of that, I spent all of my 20s and all of my 30s disabled for the most part, able to work a little bit here and there part-time. My dad had a photography business. My sister uh, was a producer. And so they would share whatever work they could with me. But for the most part, there I was again in just such desperate poverty. Uh, eventually, I was able to get some help from the government and get myself on disability. And what's so interesting is as soon as that happened, something that was back in 2015, as soon as that happened, something in me and my nervous system did change may have been the first time in my life that I felt cared for and that somebody cared, even if it was just society at large, I finally aligned with a way to support myself where I was not, you know, living on somebody's couch or freeloading. And gosh, there's so many embarrassing stories that come along with where I was in my consciousness in those years. Um, that I'll, I'll share more as we go along. So of course, I can get into so much more detail about everything. However, the overarching story, the overarching experience that I just kept replicating was my life reflecting back to me, how worthless I was, how powerless I was, and how I just didn't have any value to offer the world which of course could not have been further from the truth. However, I didn't know it. It kind of reminds me of, you know, they talk about the elephants, how they train them, like in the circus, where when they're babies, they'll attach a rope to their leg and keep them connected to a post. And they keep trying to wander off and get away. And they can't because they're attached to that post. And eventually something clicks and they just surrender and they believe that they're trapped forever and eventually as it grows up they take the rope off and it never realizes that it's free and so it just stays wherever you know it's told to be and so I felt that way for so much of my life that even though I had extraordinary skill sets 
I, I mean, when I started really understanding my worth and value, it was pretty shocking to me to realize the capacities that I have to learn and the capacities that I have to grow and organize and figure things out. And because it was rooted in that low, low, low self-worth, even though these things were fantastic, I didn't see them as being of value. So it's just so incredible that, again, it's going back to our consciousness of what do we think that we're worth? What do we believe that we're worth? So after I did finally get approved to go on disability, like I said, my feeling of well-being was in place and I was able to access my frontal lobe, my creative mind, maybe for the first time in my life at some level. And I knew that I wanted education. I knew that I wanted to learn something and be of value. Like I knew that being on disability was not going to be enough for me to feel satisfied in life. So yes, did it help me find a place to live and pay for food? Absolutely. But it was like $900 a month. So it's very, very difficult to thrive on that. It is still a blessing though. So I'm absolutely so grateful and so thankful that that was there. Uh, the other thing that manifested, which is such a miracle, is I was able to go to school, go to ASU for, um, I was studying film and I didn't end up finishing the full four-year degree, but I was there for a couple of years. And while I was there, I started learning some really great skill sets that are in the field that I'm working in now, like video editing and producing and directing and script writing and all the things that I absolutely love. So it was such a blessing that time in my life to actually get some relief so that I could better myself and so that I could grow. So I think that really is step number one for anybody who's listening is if you're ready for something new and something to change in your life, it has to start with a sense of peace and well-being, which is going to be like some level of nervous system regulation. So at least just asking yourself what that could be, what that could look like, and committing to finding a way to do it. It doesn't have to be overnight. You don't have to jump off any cliffs to change your life. You can, but um, I have found that really slow and steady increments seem to really work for me. Unless, of course, the universe just wants to toss you off a cliff, like I feel like right now is what's happening. And that is welcome, too, because, again, by a course of miracles, I have just developed a ability to surrender and trust that what I am hearing is truth that is guiding me. So that part is very, very amazing. So again, going back to, let's see, now we're at, I think 20, about 2018. The most interesting thing happened back then. I was trying some alternative ways of dealing with pain management because that's been another ongoing challenge for me is, um, yeah, dealing with chronic pain. But I was looking into alternative ways of managing it, which included microdosing marijuana and breath work. And I didn't know this at the time. I've always been spiritual, but not quite 
where I'm at now, uh, what happened is it open, it just blew open my third eye chakra, the combination of the two. And I went from being like an everyday 3D human to in an instant completely connected to the universe and downloading information, communicating with beings on the other side of the veil and having this extraordinary experience of bliss, of knowing what this game was all about, what this earth school is all about. And yeah, it was a really incredible experience to go through. It was about three months of experiencing no fear at all like something something happened in my nervous system where that switch just got flipped and I got to experience what life is like without fear and I'll tell you it is really something because (laughs) and I understand why people think that people are losing their mind when this happens because what I ended up doing was you know, the stories that we hear about, I ended up, I dropped out of school. I emptied my bank accounts, gave all my money away. I got, I moved out of the place I was living in, got rid of everything except for maybe a few bags full of clothes. And I just knew something in me was telling me to let go of all of it. And I didn't quite know why yet. And then I got guidance to go stay in the woods, like the actual woods in the forest um, for six weeks on like a 40 day spirit walk. Looking back, I think it's amazing that I did it. (laughs) I don't think I would do it again, to be totally honest. But like I said, at that time in my life, I was just so connected to life that I had no fear. It just was absolutely an awe of life experience. So I did it. I went and lived out in the woods for about six weeks. And, you know, looking back, I think a lot of it had to do with getting me reconnected to earth itself and starting the purging process. So then fast forward, we go into the dark night of the soul and man, so this is when things started getting really challenging. I ended up I was already at that point still fairly sick and was having trouble with like just walking, just having trouble with basic functions. And after my stay in the woods, I don't exactly know what it was that caused it, but I just kind of went down. Um, Just a full blown physical collapse where I ended up spending about three years and I still haven't completely recovered to be totally honest, um, about three years bedridden and not able to do very much. Not only that, but I had such severe toxicity from a whole, whole list of other things that were going on that needed to be addressed. And at the same time, the love of my life, my sweet dog, Fendi, was a senior dog. She's going through heart disease. And so there we were. My dad actually had a photo studio 
that he let me use during that time period and ended up just like sleeping on a sleeping bag on the floor of his photo studio for definitely over a year or two and watching myself physically decline and watching my dog physically decline and just thinking like wow okay I guess this is how it ends like that doesn't make that much sense that I would have this brand awakening to end up in this situation but what it did is it gave me a lot of time to go through that dark night and to purge and to retrain myself and start to learn a new way of being and in fact I used to fall asleep to this amazing meditation every night. It's called the Universal Mind Meditation by Kelly Howell. And it actually, I believe, was the biggest key for me to reorienting myself towards uh, what I've created more recently in the experience of abundance and prosperity. And yeah, so it was just like a big, long, painful time out for me to reorganize who I thought I was and what I wanted to create. And so there I was really thinking I'm not going to make it. And as I'm doing my research, I'm finding different healers that are offering opportunities to help people to heal their bodies. And, you know, there's thousands of them out there. And unfortunately, as I found out, and many of you probably have as well, that they require resources. They require money. They require funds to be able to pay them and hire them for their services, rightfully so. However, if you're in that situation with nothing and unable to create anything using your physical body, it's kind of like, wow, what do you do? So I was able to reach out and connect to one of those people and work something out to trade um, services, their services for my services. And thank goodness at the time after graduate or not graduating, after leaving college, I did have some high value skill sets that I was able to offer. And it turned into like a beautiful um a beautiful relationship of just blessing each other in that time period. And I was able to build a website and um, learn to be a podcast producer and really help this person launch into a, a new direction in their life and got to learn and witness a lot of abundance and growth for that person and for myself as well. So just to give you some basic numbers, like I said, I had been learning to live off of so little. So back in my 20s, really hustling and bartending, you know, doubles every every day of the week, the max I was able to earn was about 2000 a month. And then from there, I went down to learning how to live on about 900 to 1000 a month, which is a challenge. And so I went from that experience for gosh, decades, to then all of a sudden having access to resources and abundance. And then not only was I working for this one client, but I opened myself up to many clients. And my best month, let's see, last year, 
going from 900-ish a month to my best month was like 14,000. And it was such an, an interesting experience to walk that journey and to completely reorient my nervous system to how it interacts with money and how it thinks about money and how it feels about money. That's probably one of the things that I feel like is the most exciting part of the journey is that here's this thing that has been the source of pain for my life experience, most of my life experience, about 40 years of it. So all of a sudden, this very same energy, this thing called money became a source of pleasure. And I thought, wow, that's really amazing. Who knew that that was even possible? And I know that there's many of us out there that have had this experience and I find it so incredibly fascinating. I think we have so much to offer one another, essentially in normalizing that one, it's okay to talk about these things. It's totally okay to, to speak honestly and truthfully about what the reality is of our experience because it is so transient. Like one thing I've witnessed is things can change so quickly and so drastically that to attach ourselves to an identity of thinking that this is all that we are wherever we are is of course the, the root of the limitations. So if we can start to expand what we think is possible and start to even just one little dial at a time, see ourselves differently through the experiences of others, especially our peers, I have found that to be the most radically transformative therapy on earth. And I have tried a lot to figure this out. I mean, I really think I've been studying this topic since I was in my young 20s, you know, like actively going to seminars and reading books and listening uh, to information and still having such dissonance with the experience of it, just thinking, am I ever going to get it? Am I ever going to figure this out? Um, but it truly was the story of a friend of mine that kind of set me free to see possibilities differently. In fact, uh, the episode number two is with this person, Nicole. She actually shares her whole money origin story with all of you guys. So you can kind of hear her experience and see if you relate to any of it. But she was such a key player in me just seeing myself differently and seeing the possibilities differently. That when I first met her, in my mind, I really thought I was worth $10 an hour. Like that was kind of what I had been making anytime I would do projects for people helping other people while I was on disability, that was kind of what they would offer me was like, yeah, $10 an hour. And because I was not maturing, like I wasn't in normal life, like everybody else, I was truly living a different experience due to my health challenges that um, I did, I guess I didn't see anything wrong with it, you know? So I went from that to not too far later now able to charge like $225 an hour for certain things with 
no problem because I know the value that I'm bringing. So I just want to share that because anybody who is feeling stuck or feeling like how you see yourself today is how it's going to be forever. Well, that's possible if you don't change anything. Sure. And it actually was possible for me to stay there for that long because I simply didn't I didn't have a way out quite yet of how I saw myself. So if you're listening to this and you listen to Nicole's episode and all the episodes that come after this that are focused on the Abundance Experiment series as a topic, then eventually you're going to hear something from the right person at the right time that just clicks and changes how you think about all of it. And it'll probably actually happen many times, not just here on this show, but on in anywhere that you immerse yourself with like-minded people, that is how you will grow and change your story. So I will say I would love it if that was kind of the end of the story. Yes, I lived happily ever after and just kept making lots and lots of money with no problems, but The truth is, and that's what this podcast is all about, is I do want to share the truth and the reality of what that transition was like to actually experience it. Because even though the circumstances had changed, my internal programming, not all of it had changed. What I'm finding is that money is, it's a tool. It's very, very neutral. It's just a tool. But what it's really good at is it's really good at helping us to see ourselves. It's a way for us to see ourselves outside of ourselves. And wow, is it clear. And so what I ended up discovering about myself was that I had these still had some rotten programming about what what I even believed about money itself. Um, so the whole experience was so fascinating. So like they call it lifestyle inflation, which just happens. And it's, it's so fun. It's so wonderful. Like if you're going through it or you do go through it in the future, awesome. I think everybody should at least get a chance to experience it. But essentially what that means is you change your income. And so like everything that you do changes to reflect that income. And so you, you're, cost of living and the things that you get used to also increase. And so you continue to find yourself constantly in this similar space. So for me, for example, it was like a paycheck to paycheck, never enough kind of feeling. Believe it or not, by the time I got to that $14,000 month, that's actually what I experienced was I had actually already spent that money before I got it because I knew it was coming. And I just remember getting to that month and just being shocked, being absolutely shocked that I could do that to myself and that that amount of money all of a sudden became insignificant. Um, At one point in my journey, I would have thought, if I ever created that, then I would be set for life. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. I just thought if I could get to making more money, everything would be great. And so what 
is not talked about as much as I would like is all of the details that come along with earning bigger income. I mean, being self-employed and learning how to handle your taxes and learning how to do your bookkeeping and learn understanding like you're, if you're doing affiliate marketing and like paying people out, or if you're hiring people to help you, all of the business expenses that come with it and just everything that comes with being responsible for more money. And then you've got to think about like really even understanding your numbers so that you know what you can spend on housing or a car or your food budget or vacations or clothes, like actually knowing your percentages so that you can also be paying off debt if you have it and that you can also be saving and that you can also be investing. And so, wow, I just had absolutely zero, zero education, like nothing at all. In fact, it's really great, you know, speaking to my family so openly about this because we all have the same programming. And so we're kind of like laughing about it now and figuring it out and like changing the story. But it's so fascinating because all of that money that was created in the last couple of years, the only thing I knew to do with it was to spend it. Like, I'm just being totally real and honest. That was the extent of my education. In fact, I used to think that if I earn a dollar, then it means I have a dollar to spend. And that's how I treated it. So did I ever burn through that money as fast as I made it? Actually, I spent it faster than I made it. Like I said, as soon as I got some of those really big months, all of it would go to be paying off credit cards and debt that I had spent the previous month knowing that the money was coming. So I just found myself in this really exhausting, confusing hamster wheel of, I kept thinking that the solution to all my problems was to make more money. And not that there's anything wrong with that necessarily, but where I was out of alignment was how much I was willing to trade for that and my quality of life and my well-being. And then at one point I got to, you know, manifesting so many things and so many relationships and so many opportunities and taking care of all of these things that I was just completely getting buried by my responsibilities and absolutely not enjoying my life at all. In fact, I would wake up, maybe have a cup of coffee, but instantly get on my laptop and start working oftentimes until three in the morning and then pass out and then do exactly the same thing the next day. And I mean, that went on for months and months and months. And, you know, I think I was thinking that, okay, if I just keep hustling, if I just keep doing this grind, that eventually there will be some relief at the end of this. Like, I really actually didn't even know. And one day my sister asked me kind of what the point was to what I was doing. Because at that time, this was not even that long ago, maybe six months ago. And I had to think about it because. I knew that I knew how to make money, but I also knew that I 
couldn't, I wasn't able to take care of myself. Um, it's pretty embarrassing, but still till this day, I spend most of my time in bed, uh, just recovering, um, from the physical things that are happening. And I know that that story is changing as well. So that's exciting, but just to be totally transparent is, yeah, I spend most of my time in bed, um, attempting to heal my body from all the decades of damage that have been done from not understanding health and and being disconnected from my body and abusing it in a lot of ways and just not understanding the basics of well-being and being on self-destruct programming. So those are for other episodes. Uh, when we get into the healing experiment, I will share all of that fun information with you guys. Anybody who is on a similar journey, uh, I feel you and you are not alone. And what's a miracle is there's still so much that we can do, even if it is just from my laptop, from bed or sitting here making a video. It's really quite amazing what we can still create even with so many limitations. So that is exciting to me. Okay, so I want to kind of just wrap this up, but I, again, from the spirit of authenticity and transparency, after all of that, after trading all of that energy, all of my life force being so out of alignment um, with the goal in mind of creating money, the reality was I did, I did create it and I did some good things with it meaning I was able to get myself a beautiful place to live. I was able to get a car that I loved. I was able to fill my home with things that I adore. Um, I was able to really make a dent in my debt. So that's a huge win. That didn't come until more recently. It took me a while of burning money before I realized the value of that, of honoring debts. Man, it's such a big one. Um, however, I have not yet gotten to some of the goals I have, which is being debt-free, having savings, or having significant investments. I have like little things, but nothing major. And I'm sharing that with all of you because I'm also finding myself in a situation as of this moment where in the next couple of months, three to six months, I honestly don't know that my income source, the, the my main client, is not going to be there anymore. And so here I am, like kind of going, wow, okay, I created all of that. And yet I don't have anything set up for myself to provide security during this transition. And in fact, I'm finding that if I don't radically change how I spend energy. And that's what's so interesting about all of this that I'm finding is that money is just a reflection of how we spend our life force. Oh, it's just so good. So I'm seeing that I have been so wasteful with my life force energy and that that is actually why my body is having such a hard time. So I am going to make a declaration because this is what I am feeling 
incredibly guided towards is, uh, let's see, I am filming this on July the 1st. I don't know exactly when I'll publish it, probably within a month, uh, however long it takes me to get all my platforms and stuff set up. But as of today, whatever is inside of me that is aligned with my health and abundance and prosperity and well-being, everything in me is telling me to take the year of 2024, so six months from now, to take it off, like to figure out a way to not have to work for somebody else um, at the cost of my well-being. And to instead invest that time in absolute health and wellness. And um, the other thing that I'm feeling so called to is creating content and sharing these stories, sharing my own personal experiences with all of you. But also, you know, I'm probably going to get really more into study. There's some books that I read over and over and over on this topic because there are such foundational principles and foundational truths about abundance that I'm thinking I may also create some videos like this of just kind of sharing a synopsis or a summary of the things that I'm learning as I'm diving deeper into them and sharing that wisdom with all of you so that it can maybe help you in your journey as well. However, the piece that is really on my heart is to follow through with that request of flooding the airwaves with conscious conversation, which means whether it is me using my voice or me interviewing somebody else or one of you um, or creating community somehow for others who are ready to launch their own podcast and have some people to share the experience with and grow with. Again, I'm not exactly sure what this is all going to look like, but I know it's heading in that direction. So that's kind of my intention is between now and the end of the year, somehow manifesting enough resources that can take care of me for the entire year of 2024. So as much as I would love to say, yeah, I've got that in savings or my emergency fund is fully stocked. It's absolutely not. In fact, I'm still, I'm still in debt. Um, trying to think of the exact numbers. The majority of it is school loans. So I know that that's coming back here pretty soon. Um, so I've got I think about 40,000 in school loans and then maybe like another 8,000-ish in other, in other debts, but I've done pretty good. I got rid of um, close to 50 grand in debt in just the last nine months, so that's incredible. Um, so yeah, just kind of sharing my experience as I go and being totally... <laughs> transparent that I don't know yet how I am going to create that reality for myself other than I just know that I know that I know that I'm going to figure it out because I'm so clear on it. Um, I see myself in that full year um, aligning with so much support and assistance to get my health on track. And I'm like, not just health, but I see myself thriving for the first time in my life physically. 
and spiritually, mentally, emotionally, relationally, financially, all of it. And then um, also dedicating all of that extra energy and time to creating content and, you know, creating a line of hope and inspiration and connection between myself and the rest of us that are on the same exact journey, because I know there are tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of us that are so active in this experience right now that I want to be a connector of sorts to one at the very least, give you some content so you know that you're not in this alone. And then at some point creating some more opportunities for you to participate either. I mean, I guess I may as well just invite you guys. If there's anybody out there that's listening to this and you yourself have had a profound experience similar to not exactly what I experienced, but I'll just say like, in quotes, the rags to riches story, I find it so fascinating. It's like, how can somebody be programmed a certain way and exist a certain way for so long and figure out a way to rewrite that programming and move into another experience that is so incredibly different? So from going to Going from poverty consciousness to abundance consciousness, that journey is so interesting and so exciting to me. So if anybody is listening to this and you have had that experience and you would like to come on this show and share it, I would absolutely love to hear your story. And what I'm doing is I really, really understand that being seen is not not the most safe thing in the world. So had I not been doing like nervous system work for myself, I know that I wouldn't be ready to launch this podcast. So I want to keep that in mind. If you are curious and you would like to share your story, but you're not totally sure you want to be on camera or you're not sure that you even want to share your real name, that's okay. We'll figure out what you do feel comfortable with. Because the story itself is the part that I would love to have access to and share with the audience. Um, So we can record something off camera. We can just do audio only. We don't have to include your name. I'm just putting the invitation out there because that is the content that I'm going to create. At some point, I may, of course, have some experts on to help, um, you know, from the mountaintop perspective. But I am extremely fascinated to share and circulate stories within the peer group so that we can all just kind of walk the journey together. That's my bigger goal. So the invitation is there. If you would love to share your story, I would love to have you on and just start to remind ourselves that we are absolutely not in this life experience alone and that we have permission to be raw and real and honest and vulnerable and speak the truth about what it's actually like. Um, I think there's so much healing potential in that those kinds of conversations. And as I continue to create more content, of course, I will challenge myself to be as real and honest and transparent as possible because I don't know, it's kind of like, what's the point? 
like, what's the point of me only telling you a part of the story and creating an illusion um, that's just based on insecurities, really? And in fact, what's interesting is that did happen when I first started having the experience of abundance. All of the parts of me that were wounded and insecure, definitely I had like my peacock phase of like, yeah, spend my money, look at me, like whatever that consciousness is. And again, it's fun. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But what was so fascinating was that it didn't bring me any fulfillment like whatsoever. In fact, it was actually shocking to find out how much nobody cared. <laughs> Meaning, I think people thought it was cool and interesting. And they were curious, but I I think I was looking for something else. I think I was looking for approval or connection, right? And when that was not the outcome, uh, gosh, I was just even more confused about all of it. So uh, I think I have healed a little bit of that. In fact, I actually sold my car. I downsized. I'm living so much more responsibly. I am going to live even more responsibly as I go into my 2024 year of freedom. And um, yeah, just so excited to share all of this, uh, the next six months, all the way up until, you know, that year happens. Very curious to see what it's going to take to create that. Because at the moment, it's nothing more than a dream. But I know it's going to happen in some in some form. So in the meantime, um, stay tuned. I'm going to I'm still working. So I'm going to do my best to produce maybe one one conversation, one piece of content a week, but bear with me if it takes me a little bit longer. I'm still in transition mode, but the goal is, is eventually, you know, maybe I'll have five shows on a week or something, but that that's when I've got some more free time. Anyways, I just want to say thank you so much. If you sat through and listened to all of that, I hope that gives you a better understanding of the nature of this experience and all the twists and turns that are possible because it really is such a roller coaster. You'll actually hear that in the interview I do with Nicole of it is not this linear path of getting from point A to point B and staying there. It's like often this up and down experience. And I think essentially what we're learning is our own power, our own creative life force and energy management, aligning with the things that we actually value, like knowing what we value um, and creating from those parameters instead of attempting to create based on the things that we think are true because we were programmed and conditioned to think so. So we're going to be challenging all of that. We're going to be flipping the lid and pulling the curtain back and letting you all get a chance to see what is really happening in the real lives of people that are on this journey, myself included. So thank you so much for joining us today. And um, I'm going to leave my email in the description box. So if you would like to reach out, 
and be a guest on the show, please email me and let me know and we'll figure out a day to have you on. Otherwise, wishing you all an amazing rest of your day and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.